0: You're listening to Rolling Toe with trucking experts Kevin and Mike Beckett. This is the show where you ask the questions, and we give you the diagnosis on how to get the most out of your truck. We'll talk about avoiding wear and tear, knowing your suspension and axles, and how to get more mileage from your tires. We're on the audio road. Let's get rolling.
1: Well, good evening. This is Mike.
0: And this is Kevin.
1: And I want to know, who do we pay to to do that jingle? Because they're lying like... Yeah. Like dogs. like
0: an We're going to teach you all sorts of tire things. It's
1: kind of stretching it, isn't it?
0: Well, it might be. I Maybe. don't
1: know. Oh. We're close. We're pretty good. Close as anybody else. <laughs> Kevin had a good time this week. I did. We had a truck come in that uh, was a Volvo, and the customer had a, a right pole, and he measured it. Sure enough, the rear axles weren't where we wanted them.
0: Right.
1: Tire showed a little feathered wear. Yep. He took it out for a drive, came back, said, well, it's still got a right pull.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's got a wobble.
1: Yeah, and a wobble. And so we rotated the front tires, uh-huh. and he went out for a drive by himself. He came back and said, it's worse. It's worse. It's worse? It's worse. It's
2: worse. So we're looking the truck over.
1: Things. Truck's got like a million miles on it. It's got the original front leash springs in it. They're kind of like an S-curve.
0: You they know. are. Those Volvo springs.
1: Yeah, so... Maybe you need new leash springs. And so we kicked that around and got pricing on it and stuff. And then Kevin wound up. Now, why did you go for a ride with it?
0: Well, I, he said, well, it's still got this bad wobble. And I said, really, what kind of wobble is this? Can you tell me about it? He said, I don't know. I think it would be better if you just get in the car and you're in the truck and and uh, see for yourself. And we went for the drive. Now, the customer's driving. Customer drives. Kevin's in the passenger I'm seat. in the passenger seat. And a Volvo is a bit like a boat. Just kind of waves on down the road, around. Mm-hmm. but uh, the steering wheel was nice and solid, and uh, he could put it in one position and let it go, and it would stay right there. But then it's in the wrong. The truck is going the wrong way, so he turns it a little bit, and it's you know leave it there, and uh, it would finally guide the wrong way. And but you know he'd hit a, a bridge uh, abutment. Not the abutment,
1: the bump going on. Yes, and hit it, the abutment, the whole front end goes out of the truck. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> And uh, you know you feel it through the truck, but the steering wheel didn't move at all. And I, you know he said, "So what do you think?" I said, "Well, I think uh, all right. Like I say, our guide is if it takes more than three seconds from the time you let go of the steering wheel to the time you get to the white line, it's that's not a that's not a bad pull." That's not a real, I mean... That's a drift. That's an aligned vehicle. And then uh, also, if you can drive with one finger, then your vehicle is guiding well enough. So we had gotten off the interstate and get back up on, and we're going back the other way, and he tries driving with just one finger. And yeah, yeah, he can hold it to the road. Yeah, there's no problem there. And you hit the bump, and it doesn't send the truck anywhere. So you know what? It's okay. Try driving it for a week and see if you just get used to it. Because I think the problem was he was
1: oversteering.
0: He was, you know, he was used to driving a, a truck that wasn't going straight, so he kept feeling that same truck.
1: Yeah, but he kept moving just, the steering wheel. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it just takes a little education. A little, a little, yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. Well, anyway, that was Kevin's fun for the week. Yep. Um, Ended
0: the week that way. Yeah. End of the
1: week. That was Friday. If any of you have any questions or comments, please push one on your phone dial. We'll uh, get to you then and try and find out if we can help you or not. And if you push it twice, like we said before, you'll erase yourself from the universe and you won't come back. Mm -hmm. We have um, some callers up there right now. I don't have my list, Kevin. You don't. It's over there. It's over here. I need my list.
0: You need your list. Otherwise,
1: I can't cheat. And I like
0: to cheat.
1: Six if, months into if, this thing My hero, Red Green, says if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying huh. Okay, so we got a 218 area code Right What's your guess? Uh, is that um, Indiana? No No Then I don't know Minnesota, Minnesota. then in Ollie territory Alright Yes, and they're unfroze now
0: Yes, they are, they thought out, they, they can leave out. the state if they want
1: Yes, they can, so let's see if he's actually in the state I think he's not Could be Hello there Hello, here. Minnesota No Hello. I'm actually
3: down in Iowa.
1: Oh, well, good for you. Do you know what I-O-W-A stands for? Uh,
3: I don't think you want me saying that one.
1: (laughs) Idiot (laughs) out wandering around.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say, but I wasn't sure if you wanted me calling (laughs) you guys idiots.
1: Well, we figured we are. I mean, hell, we're on the radio, aren't we? (laughs)
3: One of the
0: dummies doing this thing. So what's up?
3: Well, I, my boss is talking about taking this truck to an alignment shop and Mm -hmm. he says, just in case they have to bend the axle,
2: I'm wondering
3: (laughs) what the steer axle, I'm wondering what is the negativity of that and what is the purpose of them trying to correct doing that? Okay, uh, it's been a while since I've been, on the, been listening because I got different hours now, so I figured I'd call in
1: quick. Okay, well, and you know that you can stream our radio programs anytime. You don't have to wait to listen to us. If you go on your favorite yeah. podcast supplier, you can stream. There's like 115 episodes now.: Yep. Okay, all right, good. That's out of the way. <clears throat> First thing: every axle manufacturer. Expressly prohibits bending their axle hot or cold for any reason. Yep. Because they are tempered yeah. steel I beams. They're not designed to be bent.
0: They're actually big giant springs.
1: Yeah, big giant springs. Yes, that's correct.
0: Yep.
1: Now, what are they trying to correct when they bend the axle? If the top of the tires are leaning out or in, that's called camber. If the bottom of the kingpin is leaning toward the front of the truck, so the kingpin is leaning back, that's called caster. If you significantly bend the front axle to change the camber, the idea is that that will cause the tires, if they're both leaning to the left, to try and make the truck come up the crown of the road, like leaning a bicycle makes you go left. If you twist the front axle to put more caster in the right side than in the left side, we know from independent front suspensions where we can adjust the caster, we can make the, tr- the vehicle go right or left, depending on how we lead the caster. So they're trying to correct the direction the truck wants to go by playing with the caster and camber in the front end of the truck. And when they do, they void your lifetime warranty in the I-beam. Right. The other problem with it is, is that if, they, if you understand that the tempered steel in the beam... When you bend the axle and you cause it to flex. Say it's th- cold. And you do it cold. Yeah. As you drive down the road, the vibration hits it, and the axle goes back to where it was tempered in. Right. So you really don't change anything.
0: So you could try hot bending.
1: Oh, if you hot bend it, you take the temper out of it, and now, you, now you're driving on a noodle.
0: Yeah.
1: Because you've got to reintroduce the temper if you do that.
0: Right. So the, so you got you got two issues with bending there. One... It's going to return to what it was in the first place, yeah. too. If you hot-bend it, now you, you'll never have a straight eye. Yeah, you don't know where you're at. And then, okay. and then there's a third problem with measuring it in the first place that we we happen to know is that uh, Beeline, for instance, mm-hmm. the one company in America that is currently, the, um, one American company. One of the companies, yeah. In support of bending an axle. And they they. Use a cold bending process. Yes, uh, their standard, their their settings are uh, inside of the tolerance of the axle. So every axle that they come to needs a bend. Needs to be bent according to their setting.
1: Right. If you have somebody that goes to the B-line school, they will tell you if you didn't do a quote axle correction and that's what they call it. They don't claim they're bending axles. The axle is already bent. They're correcting it. Okay. Yeah. So they're playing word games. Um, Every time a truck comes in, if you didn't do a correction, you didn't do an alignment. That's their 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 mantra. That's what they deal with. Now, having said all of that, Mm -hmm. as a member of the TMC, we did a study on how many camber problems there were in the field. We asked members of the TMC that were fleet operators to report to us trucks that had irregular tire wear that was being blamed on camber. And we asked them, don't correct them. We want to send a team out to inspect it and measure it and see what we've got. Over a period of three years, we inspected 1,000 vehicles that had reported camber problems. After inspecting them and measuring them and comparing them to factory build specs and looking at the tire wear to see if the tire wear was actually coming from camber, in 1,000 inspected trucks, we found exactly zero camber problems.
0: And now, how long have you been doing alignments? Almost fifty years. Almost fifty years. And every year, about how many times do you come across a vehicle that has a camber? A machine? legitimate
1: camber legitimate. problem. Legitimate camber problems. I tend to find when I was doing twelve hundred alignments a year. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, I would find one or two camber problems a year, mm-hmm. and the camber problems were always because somebody in
0: alignment shop ruined the axle. Right. So, if you could avoid ever bending your axle, or even really considering it, we can solve your tie wear issues anyway. I've never had to tell a guy, go get your axle bent to get it fixed. Right. We've had people replace their axle. Because it was damaged. In fact, uh, Dana, if they get a report of somebody that has an axle that supposedly needs to be bent, they'll have them call us. Yeah. And we'll talk through with the shop to make sure that that's the
1: case. And if it is legitimately a bad axle... Dana replaces them free. Yep. Okay. So that's the i was the just
3: camera curious. I just, uh, yeah, I just wanted some uh, backup support so I could, or backup knowledge so I could discuss it and argue it with them. So
1: if thank you, you would very like, much
3: for educating.
1: If Go you ahead. would like to have the page out of the Dana manual that says you're expressly prohibited from bending this axle, Email us or call us in our office tomorrow, and I can send you a copy of that page.
0: Right.
3: Okay. All right. Sounds great. Very
1: Thank you. Very good, buddy. You have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was, that was a good call.
0: Yeah, that's the kind of call that we – I don't think we've ever really gone through the camper discussion.
1: I don't know. if I think we did in the original three years ago when we were going through all these different yeah. subjects. But we haven't had a call questioning that for some time. Right. And it was a good opportunity to discuss all of it. Now, the the one part of that <clears throat> that we didn't discuss is if we have a directional problem, mm-hmm. how do we correct it without bending the axle?
0: Well, there's a uh, something we, we say quite a few times about how much weight is at each wheel position. Yeah. There's uh, 12,000 pounds on the steer axle. Yeah. And there's... 17,000 pounds on each drive axle. Yeah. So And there's two drive axles. So, so there's 34,000 pounds 34, back there. pounds in the rear end.
1: And all the horsepower is in the, the rear horsepower. end of the truck.
0: We correct the direction by aligning the rears properly. Right. And that Or there's twice well, honestly there's uh, uh, four times as much footprint in the rear end of the vehicle too. Yes. So yes. all the control is in the rear end and we yep. can make the vehicle drive straight. That's
1: what we do all the time. Okay. Very good. We have another caller here with a question or a
0: comment. I think that's also Minnesota.
1: It's a six fifty-one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You are correct. Can we take two, two calls in a row?
0: In a row. From
1: Sven and Ollie
0: Land. Well, because of the way the board looks, we're going to have to.
1: Well, the first guy was polite and nice too. He was. So okay, we'll try polite. it.
0: Hello, Sven. Sven.
2: yes. we had Ollie, hello, Sven. <laughs> hey guys. Hey uh, guys. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm in. I'm. I'm in Minnesota. So.
1: Yes. Okay, very good.
2: <clears throat> um, i got a question. Sorry about that. My, my allergies are killing me, so I'm going to try and okay. make it quick and easy.
0: Well, I, I called you, kind of you guys before.
2: Yes, yes. <laughs> I've called you guys before, but I wrote it down on my notes, and I can't find them. I've got an 012 Utility Reefer, and, yeah. uh, of course, i got the uh, Hend- Hendrickson with the uh, Super Singles. And now a oh, the good warmer. Ones, yeah. I'm going to... Yeah, yeah. Now that it's warmer I'm gonna weld the angle iron. What how do I do it and what do you recommend? Okay.
1: Okay, we find it works if you use inch and a half angle iron, about inch an eighth of an inch okay. th- about an eighth of an inch thick. And you okay. need
2: okay.
1: three pieces for each axle. You need a long one to go between the two suspension brackets and two short ones go from the suspension bracket out to the backing plate. Okay? And they go all the way I I thought it just
2: went right in the middle.
1: No, you gotta you gotta do the ends too.
0: Yeah, we've we've had people just do the middle, and it don't
1: work, work. right?
0: Okay, and Uh, you want
1: to clean the paint off, do a good professional weld, weld them every four to six inches or so, and when you're done, paint it up, and as long as it's not rusting and it doesn't look like a chicken went along and crapped on it instead of welding it, the DOT guys will leave you alone. (laughs)
2: Um, you, you guys have heard of a POR or is it POR15? It's a um, it's a paint that you brush on that I guess uh, even Jay Leno uh, was uh, sponsoring talking about that it never rusts. Cool. Just uh, you take it off first. Yeah, first you uh, it's it's on YouTube if you want to check it out. But I'm gonna try uh-huh. that. I'm gonna try. Uh, sure. You put this uh, liquid on first and it strips off all the bare metal, right down to bare metal. Yeah. Then you paint brush it and I guess it never comes off. So it's gonna. pretty cool back Wonderful. there with the axle. Yeah. Yep. So all right. Do you do you uh do I have to tack weld it or do I uh weld all the way across on on the just angle tack, it, tack, yeah. Tack yeah.
1: about every six inches and it will be fine.
0: Yeah, it needs enough room to flex.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna flex a
0: little bit. <laughs> now, you've got the
1: wide okay. singles. Do you have the two inch offset <laughs> rims or do you have the zero ops?
2: I, I I've replaced them. I've got all the zeros and I have okay. um I have uh, fixed all the uh bearings. There uh I just I just blew a super single last week, and I when, when I lifted it up, I double checked the bearings, and everything was good. Still, they're all good. It was good. nice and tight. So I did Excellent. the way you guys talk about. It. So, all right, thanks a lot, guys. Thank you.
1: You bet, you buddy. Take care of your allergies.
2: Okay. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> thanks.
1: Okay. Right. Well, that was very good. Was Two good phone calls. And Dolly. Um, yeah. And and we have been on the air for seventeen minutes, about that, and we have. Um, 50, no, 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 no Forty more minutes more left. Yep. Yeah. Forty-five
0: minutes. And and oh, there's another question. Good, because yeah, I gonna was going to start one. singing. But yeah, we need to. If you do have a question, please call and press one. Because actually, Kevin is threatening about singing now. <laughs> and uh, I, you really don't if want. You've that. ever heard me do karaoke, and you haven't because I don't. Yeah. There uh, you go. <laughs> it, you don't want me to do don't. karaoke. Okay, we've got a.
1: <laughs> a question from the 732 area code. 732. You should
0: know you this mean? one. Oh,
1: I do not know this one. You do not? No. This is Chris Christie's
0: buddy. Chris Christie. New this is Jersey. New Jersey. Look wow, what I new How they're doing. Jersey has to say. All right. Uh is he in New Jersey? Yes, he is. He's still I don't think he is. Okay. I think he's. On Everybody's got a guess. Hello, Hello Jersey. Jersey.
4: How we doing today, guys? We're doing great. Right. How are you doing? I'm doing well, and I am not in New Jersey, and I hit the button as soon as you hung up with that uh-huh. last caller because I wanted to make sure you were not even going to attempt to start singing. <laughs>
3: You're I wanted a to, guy. I wanted
4: to cut you off right away so you didn't even have to think twice. You're a nice guy. I appreciate the hell out of you.
0: <laughs> I appreciate you more.
4: Yeah. I, uh, well, I don't want all your other listeners to get deterred, you know, with your bad singing. So I, well, I'm trying to do my, I'm, I'm trying to do my best to keep your people that are calling in your listeners to keep calling and listening. I didn't want you to scare I, them away. I appreciate that attempt, but maybe if I sang once in a while, they'd put more questions
1: in anyway. <laughs> that's oh, that's a good idea. Good idea. I hadn't thought about that. Okay, very good. No, I didn't. Do you okay. have, do you have any kind of a question today or a comment? Yes, I
4: do, as a matter of fact. I have, I have a question on something that I just noticed today on my passenger side steer. Okay. Um, I have um, BF Goodrich tires. Mm-hmm. They usually wear very good. I usually get good use out of them. And today, mm-hmm. as I did my walk around, I noticed... In the center rib, there mm-hmm. was, looks like a dent. Mm-hmm. So I I cleaned it all off, rubbed my hands all around, and then I went over that one dent and found out that it seems like you go a couple inches and there's another one and a couple inches and then there's another one. But I believe the first one I saw was... I'll call it the first one, and it looked like mm-hmm. it was pronounced the most, mm-hmm. and then the other couple seemed to get less. But they're yes. all on the same rib. Yes. So now, if you
1: count what's my, if you count the ribs from the outside of the tire in, there's five ribs, right? Correct. And was it in the second rib or the third rib?
4: No, this is in the center rib. So it's the there's third rib. Five, Oh, the third rib either way. Yes. Okay. All right. Very good. Yes. And this is a what tire? BFG. Okay. BF Goodrich.
1: Yes. And what inflation are you running?
4: Now, you know, I don't remember, but let me tell you this. Um, I realized it as I'm driving tonight. I better double-check it because I thought I had 120. But Mm -hmm. when I stopped, I got out and I checked it and it was at 130. So I'm not real heavy but but I figured maybe you would be able to figure when it's cold yeah, it's hot at 130 so I don't know usually does it go up 10 or 20 when it's hot.
1: It's supposed to go up 15%. 15%. Yeah. So if it was at 20 already
0: or 120 already, it should go up Almost to 140.
1: Yeah, it should go up almost to 140. So you're about 10 under what I would want you to be when it's hot. Okay.
4: Okay? Now.
0: So uh, um, it's probably well, at 110 gonna, then, right? Yeah. Well, you're going to yeah. have to wait till it cools, and then you'll really find Yeah, wait
1: until it cools. You're probably yeah. down 110, maybe even 105. Okay? Okay. Now, underinflation on the new low-rolling resistance tires is what tends to give us the cup in the middle. Okay. Okay, yep. And then once the cup starts, the tire gets a little bit out of balance, and the tire wants to jump up in the air. The shock absorber lets it jump three times and then stops it. That's why you tend to get a three-cup pattern. And the first cup in the rotation is the deepest one, because that's where the balance problem was to begin with.
4: Right, sounds reasonable. Right, okay. Okay. So, So I'll check it cold tomorrow. And yep. then bring it up to one twenty.
0: Right. Yep. Right. But um, but something. I mean, once you can see it. Yeah, that tire's already done. It, you can. You know, it's going to keep doing it.
4: Yeah, that's what I was afraid of. So I was also thinking maybe uh, pretty soon I'll throw new ones on and get a used price out of it out of the tire before it gets completely worn also out.
1: possible.
4: How many miles do you have on them? Um. I think I've only got about 75. Yeah, I usually only get about 100 out of my tires, yeah. my steers, because I'm, I'm in and out of a lot of tight places. So I don't yeah. get, you know, if if I get 100 out of a set of tires, a set of steers, I'm usually happy with that. Um, okay, all right. But, but, but seeing this lumpiness now, um, so it's under inflation, it's the driver's fault. So I got nobody to blame but me.
1: I blame the gremlins.
0: Yeah. Well. Yeah. But I mean, well, I you know, didn't if see you, them if you
1: though. Were, they're they're invisible. That's why you can blame them.
0: Yeah. If you were oh, running okay. out of 110, as far as the manufacturer is concerned, that's you know what they wanted on in it anyway. As well, that's as the, their you
1: know, minimum. But running one ten in your front is the same thing as running seventy in the, in the rear. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. It's okay. not. Yeah. You 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 know. Yeah. We encourage you to run more air to get the best uh, bet on each tire.
4: Now, what are you doing for balance? Uh, Centromatics.
0: Good. Okay.
1: Okay. You've done everything you can for balance then, so that's fine.
0: Yeah, so it's possible. I mean, it's possible that you get all of this done and you keep the tires inflated, that you'll be able to see the one spot for good. You might get to the 100 anyway, but who knows? Or more.
4: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. So it's okay. Up to you when you get Appreciate it, it right, as always, guys. Thanks very Georgia, much.
0: Georgia. Georgia. Barnacle the Bill the <laughs> <laughs> He tried. He tried. <laughs> okay. That was, that was a decent call. That was a okay. decent call. All right. 507, is that what that That's says? The, the newer call is 507. Next and time. that is. Isn't that Minnesota also? It is. This is the third call from Minnesota. It's Sven and Ollie and is it Olga? Olga. Olga. So this is Olga. Sven, Ollie, and Olga. Sven, Ollie, and Olga. All right. So we got <laughs> Olga here. Is Olga in Olga. Minnesota? Olga. We got to see. Yes, yeah, she's still in Minnesota because they don't allow her out of the kitchen. They don't allow her out. So she's calling from the kitchen.
1: Yes, calling from the kitchen.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, hello, Olga.
1: Hello.
5: How's Calvin How you doing and Mike way? today? Or Mike and Calvin? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Either way,
0: we're doing, right. doing fine. I'm
5: doing, <laughs> I'm doing good. Thank you. Hey, so I thought I'd call and get educated a little bit again. Okay. Uh, so this is this is Greg from Minnesota, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm talking about the, uh, the Retinauer uh, step deck with a sliding rear axle. Yes. And if one were to, if one were to take that and align it, what would be the proper way to do that? Would you align the the front fixed axle first, or what do you what do you recommend?
1: Yes, I would align the fixed axle to where I want it and then match the slider to it as close as I can.
0: Well, as close as what? Sure.
1: Well, the the problem is that the slider has pins right. and the pins and holes and the pins and holes don't fit precisely, so every different hole you put it in is going to be different.
0: Right. So, you just get it aligned to within about an eighth of an inch.
1: Well, it depends on how you're measuring.
0: Yeah. Are
1: We're you measuring sure. from rim to rim when you're doing this alignment or what?
0: I'm not sure. That's a great
5: question. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. guess I, I guess I would. I I I'd go from. I would think I would go from center kingpin to to the to the uh, probably so that, the forward uh, rim, the center of that front front axle. Okay.
1: Okay. All right. Let me let me talk you through another way to do this. Okay. All right. Um, and you and you want to do this yourself, right? Yep. Okay. Cool. I want you to go up on the frame now this is a drop deck right that's correct yes okay so i want you to go up on the deck where it has already dropped as far forward as you can get got it yeah then i'm going to take a punch and on one of the rails on one of the sides i'm going to make a punch mark just so i can see this mark got it okay yeah
5: are you you talking now the the main frame or the rail on the outside of the, the trailer bed
1: the rail on the outside, because that's what I'm going to start measuring, to. Oh,
5: okay? sure. All right.
1: Yeah. Then I'm going to string a tape measure across underneath there. And I'm going to move the tape measure, and I have one guy holding the other side so that the tape measure is right by that mark. And then I'm going to move the tape measure backward and forward on the trailer, and whichever is the shortest measurement will be straight across from that mark. Oh. Got it, and I'll make yeah, another I'm just punch confused. And... Go ahead. <laughs>
5: yeah, well, I'm just a little confused where you're... so you you mark the one rail, yeah. And then where do you... so then then where do you run... uh, pull the tape tape across them?
1: You can pull Over. it straight across the top. Over, sure.
5: Oh, I see. Yep, I got you there. Yep, you just do like a, the radius to get the arc, the highest yep. part of the arc.
1: Yeah, yeah. and where then you the shortest,
5: you make a punch the there also. Measurement.
1: Now, I've got two marks on the two sides of the trailer that are directly across from each other, aren't they? Yep.
5: Correct, yep. Should be. Now,
1: now I can measure from that punch mark back to the front edge of the front trailer axle. Okay. And if I measure the two sides and they're exactly the same, then that axle is square to the trailer, isn't it?
5: Oh, yes, it would be.
1: And then if I measure from the trailing edge of that rim to the front edge of the rim on the axle behind it when it's square that axle square to the second axle oh sure and I don't use the fifth wheel pin at all because the fifth wheel pin may or may not be in the center of the damn trailer
5: oh good point wow huh yeah that would make sense so you can't always trust the fifth wheel pin
1: no I've pin. seen them off yeah. I've seen them off by half an inch
5: wow Interesting. That's a new way of doing that. But I I mean really shed the light on that. This, yeah, and these, then with this trailer Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well this this these these trailers have that X line Michelin X line energy T, the trailer tire, the nineteen fives. Yep. And the cold the cold the cold uh the the cold rating on that for PSI of course is hundred and twenty five. Yep so I would think one should run 130 to 135 in that. Well, and I'm wait just a minute. scoping out this. Yeah, that, all right. That
1: may or may not be true. The sidewall really? says 125, but that's to carry how much weight? Oh yeah.
5: Actually, it was at 1 123. I I can't remember now. Was it 123 and 125 for the for the dual and the single ratings? I can't yeah. remember. They're real yeah. close there.
1: Yeah, and you're worried about the dual, all right?
5: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah.
1: Okay. So let's just say for the sake of argument, it's 125.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and if I right. pulled out my, give me that laptop over there.
0: It's coming your way.
1: I'm, I may even just try to look this stupid thing up. Oh, that'd be awesome. All right. I'll
0: get Red's my laptop. This tire here has a, different, has a loaded inflation chart. And I push this button. And it's in a dual position. Um
1: I need the flash drive that's plugged into that extension over there.
0: All right.
5: Very good. See because what I've noticed on some of these tires is like the outside shoulder, they're fairly, you know, the outside shoulder uh is fairly square and a lot of these start some they start chafing off and 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 rounding off the edge of that that nice
1: shoulder.
0: Well, especially on the front Trailer.
1: Well, okay. now wait a minute. This axle, yeah. these axles, can be spread out to a spread axle trailer, right? And then pulled back into a close set, correct? Right. That's correct. Yep. And how often do you run spread?
5: Oh, well, as little as possible, actually, just when you you know, you're you're heavy enough to do so, you know.
1: Okay. When you're spread, it's not designed to turn a corner, and the outside shoulder on all of your tires is going to wear off. Because they're driving oh, yeah. around uh, the corner. Yep.
0: Okay? Sure. So if you yep. leave them close, you should you should see them uh, at least a little more square than they were. Correct. But the st- still, whatever happens, one of those two axles is going to drag around the corner.
1: Yeah, they, they have a hard time making a cone to go around the corner smoothly. Right. And so one of them has got to be dragging sideways. So one tends to be the dominant axle. The other one tends to do the scraping and... Depending on how your weight distribution is, it can be either axle. It's hard to tell.
0: And, then, and this one's got a drop deck. I mean, it's really it's really hard to say where the gravity's going to be and what's what's going to which one's going to be dominant. I understand. Yep. Yep.
1: Okay, my computer's warming up here, and I'm going to pull sure. this up. Well, I got
5: so here I got some questions. In the meantime, then.
4: Should Whoop them to on. Be,
5: us. To, 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 would you use like? Would it be? advisable to use like counteract bead balance you know those bead balances in those yeah. tires or, or wouldn't
1: you sure yes
0: sure at all okay. times Any, anything you can do to balance a tire will increase that tire's life yes oh nice
5: yep so another in, in other words uh i'm going to be putting on uh, i got twenty four fives on my my tractor right now the 9400 international right mm-hmm. and uh yeah. there's they're good years and they got an awful lot of miles on them like 450 plus but the Mm -hmm. thing of it is is that i'm going to be putting on the the new michelin tire that that multi-energy right and uh along with that i think i was contemplating to do to do a balancing with that but now that i've talked to you i think i'm going to use the counteract bead balances in them too yeah because those are the the x multi energy d tire in the 225 configuration yeah
1: Yeah, I wouldn't care what brand tire I was putting on, and I wouldn't care what position it was in. I would want them balanced.
0: Yep.
1: Awesome. Yep, because I had
5: a tough time with, uh, I learned the hard way about balancing
0: Mm
3: -hmm. and
5: the the condition of your rims, so. Yep. right.
1: Okay, now. So I don't know, Kevin. Well, go ahead. No, go ahead and keep talking. I'm I'm looking.
5: Oh, okay. Yeah, so like yeah. uh I spoke with Kevin before, oh that's quite some time ago already. And I rebuilt my uh front axle, put new springs on it. And then mm-hmm. I took out my uh, them, uh the caster shims. Yeah. And uh that's the best thing I ever, I've ever done. And uh <laughs> yeah. So, like, there, it's nothing for me to get 180,000 miles on a set of tires, on the steers. And, and I run those BFGs and, and and the Michelins.
1: And it rides smoother, doesn't it?
5: I tell you what, I had to go get my, my son and pull him home with the Pro Tote and his 379 Pete from uh, <laughs> Rapid City, South Dakota, back to uh, Minnesota yeah. here. And uh, when he got back in that truck and he used to drive that truck, he told me, he said, oh, this truck really rides nice, he told me. And it's got the (laughs) shorter wheelbase on it, yet you know,
1: so that that Mm -hmm. was pretty good. So, yeah, (laughs) that helps. Very good. Yep,
0: that's nice. That's real nice. Okay, now these are. I really appreciate
5: you guys. Yep, I really appreciate you guys being there, and I know a lot of us do out here. So, my hats are off to you.
1: You're more than welcome. We do what we can to try and help
0: everybody. Yeah, we really enjoy this.
1: Yep. Okay, now I've got the Michelin book open. And yep. I'm going down to the 17.5 tires, trying to find them. Was it 17.5 or 19.5? five? Seventeens. 19.5. Oh, 19.5. No,
5: 19,
1: okay. I used yeah. to pull
5: one, a, a trailer with the 17.5s on, yep. And I always mm-hmm. run 130 pounds in those.
1: They take more air.
0: They do.
1: Okay, now when you run these spread, you could run 20,000 pounds per axle, right? That's correct, yep, and so, since you're not going to change your inflation when you're spread versus when you're close together, we have to run a correct inflation for the spread axle configuration, right?
5: Correct, yep, for the twenty thousand yep,
1: okay, all right, Best thing to do because when you're at seventeen thousand, the tires each tire max load will be four thousand two hundred and fifty pounds. But when they're spread, the max load per tire is going to be 5,000 pounds. So we're going to air up for 5,000 pounds. All right. And I'm looking down here on the charts, and I'm finding all these stupid tires. And I'm looking for the inflation chart now.
0: Okay. This is actually a lot more exciting live than it is on the radio. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you could see all the numbers you flying mean, by me
5: then. Yeah, you mean watching them do that there on the
0: laptop? I yeah, hear it's you. Like, it's like Neo and the Matrix, and yeah. yeah,
1: I got my 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 tongue stuck out in my cheek, and I'm concentrating
0: <laughs> real hard to get this thing
1: found. I gotcha.
5: I also got your okay. book a long time ago, but I thought I did you. Good. It's easier if I call and talk to you. Yeah, you about. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, well, yeah, the I book does
1: it. the book doesn't cover all of these details. Yeah, okay, now. Right. <laughs> in the <19-5, clears> 195, <throat> what are the rest of the numbers on there? Is it a 24570? Is it a 22570? Uh, two,
5: it should be a 26570R195.
1: Okay. All right. 26570 R195. All right. Let's see if I can find that. Come on. This would work faster if I knew what I was doing. That's all right. Two sixty-five
0: seventy-nine-five. All right. Yeah. Every day's an adventure.
1: This says that at its maximum load, it can carry five thousand five hundred and ten pounds, and it requires a minimum of one hundred and ten psi to do that.
0: How about Mm, five?
1: Okay. So your minimum inflation, according to this, according to the Michelin chart here, would be 110 psi.
0: Well, 5500.
1: What about five? Well, that's the problem. This chart doesn't show that. It just shows the 5500. So I've got to find if there's another chart here that goes down and loads. And what what inflation have you been running?
5: Well, that's a good question because I'm just first going to start pulling this trailer, and okay. otherwise I pull the trailer that had the 17 fives on.
3: But mm-hmm. that's yeah. another
5: reason why I'm calling you because these tires are like brand new, except for that that uh, the forward axle and the uh, driver's side set of duels that out, those outside uh, shoulders are starting to kind of scrub off mm-hmm. of there. Right, yeah. and I just you know just being a little proactive here, you know, so.
1: And since the front axle is the one scrubbing off, it tells me that the back axle is the dominant one and the front one's getting drugged sideways.
0: Which makes sense. Oh, really?
5: Yep. Oh. Yep, it's a good thing I called you. I'll have to put that tape um, on there and pull them lines and see where we're at with that.
1: See how close you are. Well, the first test you can do is simply measure between the, the back edge of the front axle rim and the front edge of the rear axle rim and get a tram measurement side to side and see how close they are to parallel to each other.
0: Right now, that's I mean. Oh sure. We designed this laser alignment system that gets a trailing or a thrust measurement on each axle individually because we did find that there are peculiarities to measuring tram. But by and large, if you don't have a difference in tram of more than a sixteenth to an eighth of an inch, you're not going to get a, a scrub in a trailer. You know, it's not going to be enough hmm. to cost you a set of tires.
1: Okay, okay. I found the 26570R19.5 load chart. And it says that to carry 15, no, 20,000 pounds, the minimum inflation, whoop, 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 I got to go up a little bit, 20,000 pounds is 105. So between 110 and 105, you're... You're just at the minimum, right? And so I would sure. be running ten to fifteen. I'd run ten to fifteen pounds over yeah. that.
0: One ten, at least one ten, maybe, maybe, maybe one fifteen, maybe one at least one fifteen to one twenty. Yeah. So in that range.
5: Yep, that would be a, a good deal. So I'll just yeah in the one fifteen to one twenty range. Yeah.
1: Right. Right.
5: That's interesting. Okay. I, you know, I heard you. I, I run 120 in my steers, and then I, yeah. I always run 120 in my drives. But then I heard you talking last week to a to a gentleman, and uh, to to make the ride a little better back there, go to like 110 in the du- in the duels on the drives.
1: You could actually go down to a 100, or even 95, on a 22.5 standard width tire, because right. their minimum inflation is only 70, according to this chart. Right. Oh, so if sure. You're, so it's a. So if you're 90 to it, 95 to 100, you're way over inflated already.
5: Oh wow. Huh. Yep. Interesting. Yep. And I was always going by that cold, cold pressure on the side of the tire, you know. And I, mm-hmm. I always That's took funny. that rule of thumb that I kind of, I thought I heard that from you, you know, quite some time ago. But always go like well, 10 psi over that.
0: That applies to steers, which is on the side of the tire. Oh, so there's single and there's dual
1: duals, when
0: when you're only carrying
1: 17,000 pounds on your drive axle, each one of those tires has only got 4,250 pounds on it. The steer tires are the ones that are carrying six and 6,500.
0: Right. So when the duals are only carrying 4,200 pounds, they really, by the chart, only need 70 pounds. Right. So if you ran 100 pounds in them, you've already added plenty of air. Oh, yeah. So a good rule of
5: thumb is to, to find that load chart with that 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 cold PSI
1: uh, mm-hmm. recommendation and and go by that. That's interesting. Go man. by that awesome. and then add a little bit a little bit extra because the minimum inflations we find don't work.
0: Right. They 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 may carry the great. load, but the tire is going to get destroyed. Okay. Interesting.
5: Yep. Great. Hey, thanks a lot. I let you guys go. I'll be calling back. Thank you,
0: buddy.
1: Right. Thank you guys. You have a great day. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right.
0: We no, talked sorry, to Sven, not...
1: we talked to Ollie,
0: and we've talked to Olga. Sven and Olga, yeah, three Olga. Minnesotans in yes. one day. The and Viking, they were all very a polite. Golfer, and uh, what are they, what's that? I like that. What's the next area code team, we got there? Right? Do you recognize Olga? it? What? The next area code. What is that? The next two oh one. I recognize it. I don't remember. This
1: is the second call from New Jersey tonight. What?
0: Yes. Minnesota and, and New, New Jersey. Jersey. Yes. Let's see what he's got. Actually, that's a full house of Minnesotans yeah. and New Jerseyans.
1: We're running out of time here. Let's all get right. this done.
0: All right, all right.
1: Hello there.
0: Howdy. Hello, New Jersey.
1: How you doing? New
6: Jersey. from Mississippi. I'm in Mississippi from New Jersey. There you
1: go. Well, good for you. I was afraid you were in New Jersey, and I was worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
6: I got a question for you guys. Um, actually, two okay. questions, probably. Uh, first one uh, relating to steers, I had a problem with my uh, passenger side steer. It was um, the inner rib was uh, going really quick, so uh, mm-hmm. I rotated that, just swapped the uh, the tires left side to right side, and uh, I ran it like that. It was good for a while and then um and then it just started getting worse and worse and worse. so I, I'm,
3: mm-hmm. so
6: now the passenger side that's on the driver's side. I flipped the tire on the rim, mm-hmm. and now it's destroyed. I got I to gotta actually find a place to get it fixed because, I mean, uh, you know, the yeah. two days that it took me to get here, it's, uh, it, it just went like total hell. Yep. So I'm trying to figure out, is that an alignment issue or is that probably just a tire issue?
1: Okay, the tire that is on the right side now, which was originally on the left side, uh-huh. has it started showing any of this wear pattern?
0: on the inside edge
6: yes it's it's uh on the inside edge and then on the outside edge in like four three or four spots that has the indent like uh you know like a cup okay Uh,
1: all right now on this this tire that's on the right side if you lay your hand flat on it slide your hand across it toward the frame and pull your hand back out do you feel any sharp edges
6: You know, I I did that earlier today before I decided to call you guys, and I felt it felt like it was going in. It was rough, and pulling out, it was rough also.
1: Okay, good. If it's the same both ways, then we don't have much feathered wear. Then I'm going to be looking. How many miles are on this truck?
6: On the tires or on the truck? The truck. The truck, uh, 1.9 million.
0: Okay. It's a what? It's a piece of junk. 1.9 Yeah.
1: 1.9 million miles, it's a piece of <laughs> junk. I don't care what brand's on it. Okay. Um, we could be looking at wheel bearing issues. We could be looking at kingpin, kingpin. issues. Those are the two first things that I'd be looking at.
0: You could also be looking at tie rod, honestly, at this
1: point. Yeah, but, but if it was a tie rod, I think we'll have some different wear. We'd be showing Probably some feathered the wear.
0: The but
1: if the kingpin or the bearings are loose, cupping on the inside edge of that tire would be pretty consistent.
0: That's true. Outside edge. Okay. Um, well, you got
1: outside, but you also got that wear on the inside edge, which yeah. started on the first tire, and now it's starting on the second tire, right? And there's no consistent feather. Right. But,
0: but So. Okay. All right. So, I yeah, got we're, working, we're looking at a likely a mechanic. Yeah, you need to
1: get think... it into a shop. You need to jack up that right front wheel. You need to give it a good shake. Put both hands into the tread on the top. Get a good stance and try to shake that tire off of the rim and if it goes clunk, 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 you got a kingpin problem. If it goes click, 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 you got a wheel bearing problem.
0: Right. The right. thing it does, you got a mechanical issue.
1: And when you jack it up and you spin that front tire, spin it, as get it going good and fast, and then put your hand and on the air brake, brake chamber. chamber. Yeah, and if yeah. you feel a vibration, the bearing's got pitting in it. Right. Yeah. Okay? Okay.
6: All right. So now, question number two uh, sure. My drive tires, I put bridgestones on, and. Um, the ribs have like uh, every inch or so. It's got like a, a pattern in it, indentation, mm-hmm. tiny little indentation. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah.
6: On the passenger side, that is gone. That pattern is gone. They're just it's just the ribs. On the driver's side, you can still see the pattern. Um, okay. And what? What should I do with that? Should I just rotate them or? or is okay. There, no. Is wait. Wait. Wait,
1: wait. I want to. I want to make sure what we're talking about. We have dual tires in the rear or big super singles. No, no, it's full. Duals. And this pattern, is it on both tires in the dual, or is it only on
0: one tire? I think you're saying no, that's the I'm pattern that's cut in. It.
6: Right, right. The, the factory pattern that's in the, in the rim. Yes.
1: But what I'm asking is like, is uh, it consistent all the way across both tires, or is the problem only on one edge of the tire?
6: No, it's it's all four tires on the passenger side there. That pattern is gone. It's just, just the ribs now. It's uh, like okay. they weren't were quicker than the, the driver's side.
1: Okay, all right. And have you tread depth the tires to see how much tread depth you've actually got? No. Okay, you need to do that next. Yeah. Because the visual is one thing, but we need to know, is that just because there's a 30-second difference between them Or is it because there's a couple of 3.30 seconds difference between them?
0: And it's all four tires on on the passenger side.
1: On both sets of duals.
0: Yeah. That's interesting.
1: Yeah. Okay. And what inflation are you running in your duals?
6: I am running 110.
1: Okay. That's Uh fine. And this this pattern is not just on the center part of these tires.
0: It's It's all all
1: the way across across all the ribs, right?
6: Yeah, it's it's across all the ribs, and it seems like the outer r- ribs are are a little bit lower than the inside. Um, mm-hmm. Then the inner ribs, uh, like they're wearing quicker on the outside than the inside. But.
1: <laughs> now you, that could be blamed on running a little too much air, because one on the drives is is quite a bit of higher inflation than we normally recommend. We like somewhere around a hundred. I like higher pressures on the steers,
0: right.
1: but on the drives, a hundred's plenty. Seems
0: to work better.
1: But uh, okay. yeah,
6: so drop it down to one hundred or, or maybe yes, lower. Yes, I 95? would.
1: No, hundred hundred's usually pretty good. Okay. Because the higher the pressure you're running, the more the tire wants to dome up and roll on the center ribs, and then it's dragging the outside
0: ribs. Yeah. huh. It's a, it's, okay. But I'm still intrigued by this, what the 30 seconds difference is from side to side. Yeah,
1: the 30-second difference is what I'd really like to see.
0: And then how long it takes before the left side disappears. Well, if, if it's too great, you got to switch them in. Anyway. Well, he's at the point
1: now where I would be X-rotating my yeah. drive tires anyway.
0: It's time to switch them. But then how many 30 seconds more does it take before the pattern disappears on the right other tires? Okay.
6: Yeah. Okay. Thank you guys for I'll call you. Too. Thank you.
0: Appreciate it. You have a good day. Bye. Thank you. you All right. Okay. So we got three Minnesotans and two New Jerseyans. We got a full <laughs> house with our first five uh, calls. But
1: the next guy's not either one of those.
0: Probably not. Six oh seven. No,
1: no, up, up, up. Oh, right there.
0: Three one nine. Well, that's an Iowan. That's
1: Eastern Iowa. Yeah,
0: we, we know, know that. that. Uh, is he in Eastern Iowa? Yes. It's a nice Sunday you know, night. He's a sitting at home. Day. <clears throat> All right. Give it a click. Will do. Hello, Iowa.
6: Hey, guys. How are you?
1: We're good. Yourself?
6: Oh, it's playing in 76 degrees in Oklahoma.
1: Ah, down in Town. All right. Down I-30. Yeah. So, what's up?
6: I got trailer tire issues. Uh, it's a yeah. 2012 Great Dane sliding spread. Yeah. Um, the inside, the driver's side, all four tires, are wearing on the inside of all four. The passenger yep. side, they're fine.
1: Yep. Is this a Hendrickson suspension?
4: Yes, it is. Does it
1: have the six-inch diameter axle?
6: Uh, <laughs> well, if you ask, no, we ain't going to go there. No, I I, yeah. I don't know.
1: I bet it is. The, the reason I go to that is they make a standard 5-inch axle, and then they make bigger axles up to 6 inches. And the bigger ones, the wall thickness is thinner, and when you hit bumps in the road, they flex, and they wear the inside edge on all the tires.
0: They're, what, 10 pounds lighter, so they're basically... 15, 15, 15 pounds. They're 15 pounds lighter, so they're basically the standard axle. Right. Okay. So,
1: now the other possibility is it's possible that you've got loose wheel bearings in that left wheel position. So you need to jack that wheel up with the brakes released, grab the top of the tires and try to wiggle it in and out. And if it goes clunk, clunk, the bearings loose. Right. Okay. Okay. And we do get more loose wheel bearings on the left side of vehicles than we do on the right side. And can you imagine why that happens?
6: Uh, Everybody making more right-hand turns?
1: No, which way does the wheel rotate on the left (laughs) side of the truck? Same way it does on the right. Uh, We're seeing some brands of tires that they've reinforced the shoulder to put up with this. And so when it loads up on that shoulder, the second rib is buckling and the second rib is showing the wear.
0: Yeah. Okay.
5: Okay. So, so you're, doing, yeah. you're
0: doing everything you can. You got the inflation right. You're you're dealing with it. You're not seeing any feathering, right? No, nope, no feathering. Nope. So nope. No, no
7: Runs down the right. road just as straight as straight as can be. No matter which yeah. plane I'm in. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: But I I think you've got that 55 degree wheel cut.
0: And and by the way, the Yokohama in this case, the um, Cascadia isn't exactly a set forward axle. It's just it's dealing with more weight. Than the tire really wants to put up
1: with. Yeah. Now is this a is this a thirteen thousand pound front axle or a twelve? Thirteen. Oh, and you're running one twenty. Yeah. You need one thirty. You're still need ten pounds under inflated. Yeah. yeah. The sidewall of your tire says one twenty, and I want ten more than that.
2: Right. Okay. And if the sidewall right. of
1: your tire doesn't say 120, they sold you the wrong damn tires.
0: Right, because
1: it was 13,000 pounds. No, no. Pounds. The says, supposed to have
0: a, what? It says
1: yeah. 120? Okay. okay. Yeah, you should yep. be putting 130
0: in. Put another 10 pounds in yep. the tire. Put another 10 pounds in it, then. Yep. Okay.
1: Yep. Hopefully, that'll in, go away. Well, go, maybe. Go away. But the 120 on the <laughs> sidewall... Is the minimum pressure the tire requires to carry that six thousand six hundred pounds of weight?
0: But, but okay. it's not always even carrying six thousand six hundred pounds because sometimes you hit the brakes right. and then weight shifts forward,
1: or you're turning fifty-five degrees and the footprints buckling, and yeah, there you go,
0: you got other issues. Do you okay, uh, you but see, I
7: watch. Different. I've been watching that since you've told me about that. Okay. I, I good. I don't go through tires. I still get hundred and thirty plus out of my steers before I yeah, have okay, a problem.
5: Yeah.
1: Okay, well let's let's try to get a little more pressure now, okay? More. Okay. All right.
0: Appreciate it. Thank you guys. Talk to you later. Bye bye. Yep, bye. All right. Yep, bye. All Right.
1: We got one more call and what's the number?
0: Uh three two one, which is That's Florida. Florida. Yeah. The Palm Beach. He's not Cape there anymore. California. He was on the rocket that went to the Mars. Rocket to Mars. The Rocket to Mars. Oh wait a
1: minute, that went off of Vandenberg. Wherever it was. Let's see where he is. Hello. Hello, Florida. Hello,
0: Mars.
7: Yeah, hello, Mikey. Yeah, I've called you before. You re- remember three two one is Florida, and this is Loretta. I have <laughs> yeah. two questions. Okay. I have seen Dale in Des Moines, and he has told me that my kingpins are kind of going bad. So I know I yeah. need to have that fixed. But I now have a shimmy from like forty-five to fifty-five. Is that from the kingpins or is that from something
1: else? It be as the kingpins wear, your tires toe out. And a 45 to 55-mile-an-hour vibration
0: as you accelerate is from toe-out.
2: Right.
0: Now, if it's uh, there when okay. you... De- is it also there when you decelerate?
7: That I haven't noticed. It seems to okay. be pretty much when I accelerate, but I'll pay attention next time. Right.
1: Okay. Because if it's there when it decelerates, yeah, the kingpin bo- uh, bearing is starting to go out too. But if it's just okay. there when you're accelerating... As the kingpin collapses, because the bushings are going out, the tires tow out, and that is a normal
0: vibration for a toe out front end. Right. You can just tow it in just a okay. little more, hopefully deal with it. Okay?
7: Okay. Now, I have one more question, real quick. Yeah? I have a drive tire that has little chunks taken out of about maybe a foot and a half of the yeah. tire. Yeah. What causes that? Is that? What's that from? Are, you have, what are,
1: is these, are, these, are these Michelins?
7: No, this is a Yokohama.
1: A Yokohama. And how old are they? It's just one tire. Uh, They've been on
7: here for quite a while. Quite a while. Probably, yeah, quite a while. they still got good tread left on them, but I've just got a couple of chunks in one little rib.
1: Okay, what happens with the new low-rolling resistance tires? Michelin is very common to have this happen. We're seeing some on the others. As the tire has gone through lots of heat and cooling cycles... Two, three 300,000 miles worth, 350,000 miles worth, the rubber starts getting brittle and you get it up against any little thing and the tire spins a little bit. It just takes the chunks out.
7: Okay. Okay. I didn't know that was manufacturer problem or whether it was something that was, because it's only just the one tire.
1: Yeah. It. You probably had that one tire on something and you let the clutch out okay. and it did a little bit of a spin. And because the and tire is getting it brittle, it just chunked a little bit.
7: Okay. Okay, good. Ready? Okay. Thank you all very much. Love the program. Absolutely love it. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Have a great day. Bye bye. Bye -bye. You too, bye bye. All right. Okay, folks. It's been fun. It's been real. We've gotten through an hour of this and nobody has thrown rocks at us, so we're happy. Uh, Have yourselves a good day. Uh, drive safe. If you're coming through Des Moines want alignment, give Kevin a call
0: right and give us a good review on yelp or whatever else or google or wherever you're at we need the good reviews have a good day bye thanks for joining us on rolling toe if you like what you heard here leave us a rating and review on itunes or listen to our other shows at audio road.letstruck.com to get in touch with our tribe call us at 855-800-FUEL that's 855-800-3835 thanks for joining us for the ride down the audio road